the Northern Beaches Tunnel that we've all been waiting for. Is it going to be axed? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it now. Separation, ah. separation anxiety is over. Oh, Billy, it's been it's been more than a week we haven't done a show together. Wow, that I can't you remember been, the last time that's happened. No, you've been sick, real, real, real sick. Not even, not even, uh, not even COVID. Bloody swine flu, so they say. But whatever it Could was, it wasn't nice. So you were on the on the floor of the shower, all curled up, apparently. Yeah, it was a mess. And um, four days it took to sort of get back to normal. Unbelievable. you got to watch out for it, huh, guys and girls? Watch out for this uh, this flu. It is worse than COVID. Comes it out is of, worse. Out of thin air, though. And bang. it just gets you. Like, bang. Yeah, and then you're done. Now, this is a really interesting topic this morning, guys, out there. Um, big change of government. Um, are there going to be things that we were expecting that we will not get? I.e., uh, the northern beaches of Sydney was going to get a uh, highway road upgrade, traffic upgrade uh, by way of a tunnel, which was going to cut out, um, uh, I think, 12 minutes for an average commuter on the way to the city. Uh, and now uh, it's sounding like, and, and I must admit, Billy, every time I, I heard about this and I politically spoke to people about it, all the old people were like, oh, you want to make sure Liberal stays in because if Liberal doesn't stay in, you're not going to get this tunnel. Now Labor's in. Now I'm starting to hear whispers and murmurs that Labor costs are too expensive for the tunnel. Maybe it should be shelved and not done. I think, um, you know, whichever way you voted, I think a lot of people would agree this tunnel would be um, a great addition to the beaches, having it, um, you know, service the route that is currently so, so, so busy and always, like, backlogged with traffic, right? So you've got to put I, a price I think it's it. probably one of the worst in Sydney. It's one of the worst choking points in Sydney. And we were saying off air, like, Everywhere else has got a tunnel, you know, tunnel under the bridge, tunnel out to the airport, whatever. It's like it seems to be our little pocket that just doesn't have, you know, the same kind of infrastructure and we rely on sort of four lanes of traffic to get in and out. Well, we've, well, we've got 200,000 uh, residents, some of which commute to the city on a regular basis. And these guys are forced to use one lane at certain times of the day, um, just one lane um, to get into the CBD at one point. Um, what I think is interesting is if this is on the chopping board in New South Wales infrastructure, what else is going to be on the chopping board potentially with labour costs so expensive, um, building costs so expensive, with a new government in place, um, and how that's going to affect real estate because we were all we're all humming along with the government injecting a lot of money into infrastructure because of um, you know uh, COVID and the support for jobs and stuff like that.
But I think um, a government may be doing an about face because unemployment's just so good. I mean, well, I've got, it, the rate's so low, it's so good. I've got a bit of a two-part question for you, Mark, because you've recently moved and you're a, a city commuter but going the opposite way. So you go through this, go back to the city. Um, yep. Would you personally have chosen against areas if they were not good in terms of commuting? You know, would you have completely ruled them out? Uh, probably not. I, I think, look, I, I'm a, I'm, I, I sort of don't consider working from home because of the nature of our work, but I think now there's less stress on that for, for people buying real estate because they're doing a bit of work from home. Um, yeah. And that travel, even if that travels double, it's only double for, you know, two or three days when people are going in. So, yeah, prob- for me personally, no. Um, and I think for, for the greater community, I think there's that flexibility of where you want to live a little bit more relevant to traffic. What do you reckon? I think it's always, you know, quite attractive for an area to, um, you know, have a nice, easy, quick commute into the city or out of the city. It can't hurt, right? So it's got to be good for property to, especially in the beaches, to um, to have that tunnel going. I don't yeah. think it can hurt. What it, is there any way you, you see against that? No, look, it's only going to get better. Um, it's an enormous cost to, to, to New South Wales to put in that sort of um, infrastructure for one particular region. Um, it does supply a lot of jobs, which is great. Uh, but I don't, I don't sort of know if we need that as much these days. It seems like there's a bit of a pressure and building cost inflation is just going through the roof. So I don't know. But, you know, it does feel like, we'll, you know, we were closer than ever to getting this tunnel. Um I think the cost was it was a big it was a big cost item. I think it was yeah, in those hundreds of billions from memory. Um, I don't know, can you have a look how much that cost? Because I yeah, guess I it's a big it's a big investment from um, from the government's gonna happen. I'd love to know what people out there think. Is the tunnel gonna go in? Is it not gonna go in? Um, is it going to be paused for, for a long period or a short period? What's that period? I'd love to know. And also, it, it, it puts a good question mark on infrastructure around everyone now. Well, the other thing is, though, like big infrastructure projects have never been cheap and it's never stopped the government going ahead with them. And let's not forget, you know, you as a, a commuter are paying tolls maybe two or three times before you get to work if you're driving some of the big roads. And... You know, a lot of that is um, goes and helps pay for the ongoing maintenance and funding of those projects. So people are not scared to pay for um, for convenience. And if it's saving you 10, 20 minutes on your drive every morning and then on the way home, you're sure to pay for it. That's for sure. There's no doubt about it. Oh, look, we do have a big moan about those tolls, but everyone just ends up paying it anyway. Um, you know, for, for convenience, it always wins. And, and uh, look, I think a lot of they, they do sell these as an investment as well. So it, I, I don't know how that ends up ends up working in the end if the government sells that um, that debt as an investment. Or yeah, it's interesting. But anyway, uh, that's that's today's show. And I think um, it's putting that question mark over our tunnel and uh, putting the thought in front of everyone's mind because it certainly wasn't there. We all just thought it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And we didn't think a switch of government or labour costs uh, were going to make a, um, an impact in, in the tunnel dividends, but it seems, it seems it may happen. You know, another thing is out of all the um, campaigning both parties did, 
I never saw anything about a tunnel in terms of what we're going to do about the tunnel. Yep. Oh, look, I guess it's, it's 200,000 votes or there's a lot of that. There's probably 150,000 voters in that precinct. Um, I guess they didn't need the votes. They were happy where they, where they were sitting. I don't know. There you go. Anything it else is, to add? Good morning to Sasha. Yes, good old good Sasha. There. There. Actually, yeah. we're going to bring Sasha on. Sasha's the Sasha. tree cutter for um, for the local governments. So um, we're going to get in with a chainsaw, a cherry picker, doing a show. Some big wins last night, I hear. 90Ks, they reckon. It was massive. Yeah, yeah. But only for a short period, I think. There you go. Sun's out today, though. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful morning. Awesome, bud. We have a good day. You too. It's good to have you back. Everyone, in, everyone enjoy. We're into the biggest real estate conference in Australia and maybe the world yesterday with 4,500 real estate agents. It was interesting. Um, properties pumping. The tunnels, big question mark over the tunnels, what we spoke about today. And that's it. That's it. What was the highlight of the um, ARIC trip? The highlight of the training conference was the diver in the Indonesian Thailand caves where the boy got stuck. Spoke about his ordeal life. Yeah, that's that's cool. So he was one of the he was the diver that actually had to put all the kids to sleep. Wow, good talk. While they went through six kilometres of um, of uh, underwater tunnels to get out. Yeah, that's nuts. And is it true that um, Lisa Novak got asked for more photos than you, Mark? I didn't get asked for any photos. <laughs> so first, Lisa was asked for a photo, and then I was included because people trying to be nice. <laughs> Very awkward. Yep. Yep. And uh, good yep. morning, Mel. Yep. I hope you're well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they, 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 they love it. Uh, it's like Lisa, Lisa, but uh, yeah, yeah. Not that it's I'm chasing to get photos taken, but uh, it's pretty funny. Good on her. Yeah, she works hard on social media. Obviously, when you go to events like this, they so it's, it's working nationally in our industry, out in our industry. That's it. Alrighty, that's it. That's the show. That's the show. Love you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Thanks, Bob. See ya. See ya.